Are you my podcast? 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 Mary Radzinski, hello. Sarah Colonna, how the hell are you? I am, uh, you know, it's it's Married at First Sight Wednesday. That's how I am. And it yeah. was a lot happened. Uh, a lot happened. And after party, <laughs> <laughs> after party was fiery and I'm loving it. I don't know if everyone else is. Don't care. I do. And um, yeah. And then the previews for next week have me a little shook. Shook. If, I mean, honestly, I couldn't agree more with how much I'm loving um, Emily's face and attitude on after party. It's exactly how I think I would act. Um, but yeah, the previews for next week, Sarah, that was awful. Oh, I, I, I mean, it's like, I know we knew it was coming, uh, but I just, that looks, it looks so bad. As Keisha said on after party, we know that she's okay. Um, but it is, I, that's going to be hard to watch. And, and I can't imagine having to sit there and watch it again. Cause it's obviously a very bad accident. Yeah. Yeah. Like not, you know, not again, like you said, I'm so glad that we see Emily on after party as that we know she's okay, but I can't imagine I'd have a watch party if I were her next week. It looks <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I know. Um, well, we're about to get into it. If you happen to be in Spokane this weekend and are listening to this uh, this weekend, February 1st through 3rd, I am at Spokane Comedy Club, spokanecomedyclub.com for tickets. I have a bunch of other dates coming up. Tulsa, Batavia, uh, Fort Worth, uh, Lowell, Whoopig Suey. And they're all on my website, sarahcolona.com. And then more into the summer, get t-shirts. We have our podcast, No Thank You t-shirts. We're both wearing them tonight because that's how we feel. We also yes. have Maths Hole t-shirts and just podcast t-shirts. If you want to get those on Are You My Podcast, Instagram, link, and bio. Mary, what, what do you got going on there, my lady? Oh, I mean, just so much. So much. No, actually, some fun things are coming up. I am confirming up some dates, so stay tuned. Uh, Mary Radzinski. Oh, my God. Mary com, just like it sounds. And uh, yeah, keep keep in touch. Got some fun things in the pike. And you know that we go over to Patreon after this to do bonus content. It's really fun. Try it out if you haven't. We keep going on on Thursday, well, Wednesdays, but Thursday episodes. And then we also do really fun episodes every Sunday that have nothing to do with Married at First Sight. They're just your girls being ridiculous and having some fun. So go join us there, uh, $7 a month, and it's super fun. Um, I... I just want to say, Mary, there was a there was a married at first sight first for me. I know there's it's been the season of firsts. Uh oh. But I had a first. Are you ready Sarah, for it? I mean, tell me, yes. I shazammed a song during <sighs> the episode <laughs> because I liked it. That I liked it, like wow. not even as a joke. Wow. Yeah. Oceans, don't it? Mm-hmm. it, own it. I don't know the words yet. But. Wow. I have to say, I did pick up on that song. It reminded me of my loins in the mid to late 90s. I mean, it was very, it was a steamy song. 
it was during the couple's massage. And I looked at John and I said, I'm playing that on fucking Valentine's Day and we're going to do it to that song. And he said, no, (laughs) no, you're not. He said, no, thank you, is what he said. (laughs) Oh, Sarah. Do you know who sings that song? Wait, who? T. Kelly. And it's K-E-L-L-E-Y. So every time I put in T. Kelly to find other songs, it just comes up R. Kelly. And I'm like, I'm not Mm. looking for R. Kelly. I'm looking for T. Kelly. Yes. But I like wow. that song a lot. So good job, Married at First Sight. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it just feels familiar now because I've Shazammed it and I can't stop listening to it. I mean, I was like, get plug, you know, getting my computer all ready, getting my stuff out to talk to you, and I was like playing just that song like over jamming. and over, yeah, just sort of rocking out to it, feeling my feeling my vibe. Well, and I, I can't find anything else by him yet, but I'm on a mission. Oh wow! I like this the the good Kelly T Kelly. I like it. <laughs> let's let's give him some love, you know, because it's a sexy song. Like once in a while, I remember, like in high school, whatever the the group One Twelve. It re- that song reminded me of something by One Twelve meets like yep. Frank Ocean. Like it was like kind of like oh okay yeah like you don't you yeah you just want to like rock on something like. A hard chair or a person. I mean, it was just a sexy song. <laughs> I hope Chloe enjoyed it as much as we did. I mean, I know she didn't get to hear it while during her massage. Uh, I know those happen in post-production. I understand how it works. But I hope she enjoyed her moment <laughs> as much as I did watching uh, her have her moment. Yes. It, that was a nice... It was a nice time. Do you, who do we do? I mean, we, we're going to just dive right into these two lovebirds? Yeah. Or what do you think? I think so. Yeah. It's nice. Let's nice. start off with them. Yeah. It was a lot. You know, there was a lot about them because they're the new new couple in town. Uh, and it was more entertaining it, to me than their actual wedding. Because, I mean, the wedding, we built so much up to it. It was, you know, it was fun to watch and stuff. But I like this part where they're like having to just stumble through an airport together. I like watching everything. This is what I enjoy. I do too. I like that. I like watching them have to wake up in the same room together in a hotel and get ready for their honeymoon and all that nonsense, all the things that make it Chloe, make, you, make you realize how awkward it all is. <laughs> Chloe maybe didn't like it as much as we did, uh, turns out, because she had four <laughs> panic attacks in the night. <laughs> That whether whether you know whether you're able to verbalize that something's wrong or that's that's an indicator. It well, listen. She said that that's how she's always had panic attacks that they just sort of uh, happen in the night for her. And I, so I, have you ever heard of um, uh, shit? <laughs> I'm gonna ask, sleep paralysis. Uh, I have heard that term. Yes. What is it okay. exactly? Well. I listen, I'm no doctor. Don't send me, you know, corrections. From what I understand, it's something that I've had a bunch of times. And if it's not, then okay, I have something else. Maybe I just have panic attacks. But where you basically are like you're sleeping, but you think you're awake and but you can't move and you're trying to make yourself get up and you basically feel kind of pinned to your bed. Oh, and it's the, okay. it's the most god awful. It's it's a terrible. It's not the most god awful feeling, but it's a terrible shitty it's feeling. Bad, huh? And, yeah. yeah, and and from what I read, they come from stress. But I've had them a lot, and I actually haven't had one recently. So I'll knock on some wood for that. Maybe I'll just listen to some T T Kelly every night. <laughs> and I'll never have one again. 
Um, but, as soon as you said it, wood, I thought of T. Kelly, and I don't know what that says about me, but yes, carry on. Don't it feel like... Okay, so uh, he... Anyway, it's like, it's a... You, basically, you're telling yourself to wake up during your sleep. At least this is my experience with it from what I've Googled. I'm sure there's different levels of it, but you can't get it. And then all of a sudden when you finally... And you're for sure, you think you're awake during the whole time. And then when you finally wake up, you're like, oh my God. Now I'm awake, and that was awful. I and so I think those are my version of panic attacks. Basically, I just wanted to make their honeymoon about me real quick, and I I dig it. But I can't see those are um, they're so internalized. When you, I don't think my husband's ever noticed when I've had one, right? Like I don't, and I don't you think don't you ta- do. You tell him after. I've told him about them before, but yeah, it's usually like once you wake up, you just kind of lay there either afraid to go back to sleep because you don't want to go through it again. Oh, right, right. Or, yeah, but you don't really, like, I guess you kind of jerk awake, but I don't know. Maybe he just sleeps like a rock either or something, but I, I, I've never woken him up with one that I know of. So I, anyway, my point is going through something like that in your sleep that you're completely having a panic attack and doing it next to a complete stranger who's like, what's oh. going on? <laughs> Yeah. Must be. Yeah, it's it's probably not humbling's not the right word, but just it's a little bit like, okay, well, here here's part of me that you didn't know you were gonna get. I have panic attacks in my sleep. I it sounds like she has the if I if I can say this without I don't mean to discredit a panic attack. I've had one while awake, um, and it affects my breathing and everything around me. But it sounds like she has the cutest panic attacks. From anyone I've ever heard, you know, the fact That's a that good she point. just, she jolts up, she's quiet like me. I'd be like huffing and puffing, you know, sweat through my <laughs> asshole. My hair would be wet, you know? So it sounds like if you had to have one, she knows how to do it in front of a stranger. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. She has them like a lady. Is that what you're yeah. saying? She has lady, it's uh, like, ladylike pin. <laughs> it's like how, you know, somebody like sneezes cute. Like it's like, Cute. Like that, you know, and like you Ugh. and I both know, like you, like you could bring a house down, you say, yeah. and like, yeah. I feel like she's I set the off cute my, sneeze. I set off my, uh, I've, I've, said, I've told you before, but I've set off my uh, alarm system in my house <laughs> by sneezing. All of a sudden, I'll sneeze and then it'll go, glass break, window one. And it's like, no, I was, I just sneezed. And it's, no, I just have hay fever. Shut yeah, up. Oh. I do have the gut, most god awful sneeze. So, Good honor. Uh, yeah. It was, yeah. and I liked, you know, listen, if you're going to have a panic attack, as panic attacks, a panic attack next to a stranger in the night and feel yeah. comfortable about it, it's Michael. That's who you yes. want to do it next to. I feel like Michael's the one you want to do everything next to. And I, I mean, don't I was say, about that, to say that. You know what I mean? I was going <laughs> to say that came off really um, T. Kelly, <laughs> but I meant it more like. <laughs> You know, I meant it. I did mean a little bit of that. I mean, I did mean that it, he he has a, a sexiness to him, a quality that I find very attractive. Uh, but also, he just fucking gets it. I mean, not that we're racing to the end, but, you know, the conversation they had just he's so it not only does he say the right thing, he genuinely means it, I think. And that's crazy to me. I know I'm 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 really it's so weird to say i feel hopeful at at season, at episode uh what are we on 15 yeah. after the season that we've had so far um, but i am 
I'm feeling a little hopeful for these two and I'm sure that'll change. Obviously towards the end of the episode, she was having a moment, which, you know, we'll get into that. But did you notice though, when she said that she slept, um, it was weird for her to sleep because she didn't have her sound machine, her humidifier or essential oils. Oh, I did hear that. But are you, I'm, what are you, what's, I'm just, what are you, I just don't, that doesn't feel very minimalist to me. That sounds like a lot. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you don't have a <laughs> nightstand. Where do you keep all those things? You know, That's a, there you go. What are Where your essential oils just on the floor? Uh, yeah. What are you rolling them under the bed? You know what's so funny, Sarah? That's why I love talking to you because I was I was hung up on the sound machine part because I'm a sound machine girl. I travel with a sound machine, big fan of the white noise to sleep. And I was thinking, okay, that makes more that like made her panic attacks make sense to me to be in deafening Oh, right, that silence. she didn't have yeah, yeah, like her comf- creature comforts. But you're right that those don't seem like a money. Yes. That's a really good It just seems like a lot of items that yes. you need to listen. And however, however anyone can sleep, go for it. Believe me. I have a question real quick about sound machines. Cause I just sure. went through, I, you know, I had my three friends from college visiting last week. Yes. Yes. Now one of my friends, Natalie and Natalie, if you're listening, you already know this about yourself, so it's fine. She's a, she needs a white noise machine. She snore. Just, uh, yeah, she snores and she has a, but she also has the sound, the sound going. Now, I had slept in a room with her last year when we went to visit the, our friend from college when we were in a different state, and she had the noise machine. It didn't bother me at all. I kind of like a little bit of that going too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just don't do it because John doesn't and that whatever. I'm fine. Uh, I don't need it. But she was had it on in, in she was sleeping, not to brag, but in my living room, which I'm sure yeah. everyone's just dying to do. Uh, you know, we only I mean, have so many rooms It's a rooms nice here, living okay? room. Got her a nice big blow up and comfy sheets and whatever. But she she had her white noise on so loud that I could hear it in my bedroom, and I had to come out and say, "You gotta you gotta turn that fucking down." Wow, like yeah, it was a p- powerhouse, huh? And I, she was so out that, but because I was like, I can understand needing a little bit of noise, but when it's so loud that everyone in the house can hear it, is that comfortable? No, I think that I think the short answer is no. But in now, I will say she was more in a vodka induced sleep and could sleep through it maybe a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there's like uh, electric chainsaws going around. I but the sound machine that we currently have is is a big boy. I started out with a I started out with a fan with a ceiling fan. You move up to a maybe a standalone fan. You know, then you use your white noise thing on your phone. Now I have one that could cause eardrums to bleed. So I think I might have the one that your friend has. Um, and in fact, I noticed it because my mom is is just visiting. Um, she actually just left this week and I would go sort of check on her and walk by the spare room, whatever, but I could hear the sound machine from our bedroom and who boy. So it's a problem. (laughs) I think, and I don't even think it's a matter of turning it down too much. It's just, that's the way it is. They're awful. Well, she was using it on her phone, but anyway, it doesn't matter. I just right. had questions, but sure. Okay. So <laughs> Chloe is not a minimalist sleeper. Sorry. And we were on a tangent, had to ask. And, um, you know, I, I, what, you know, it was nice to hear hmm. and maybe everyone said this at the beginning, but we've just, everyone's grown so far apart already that we haven't seen anything nice. It was nice to say, I, I like you in my space and. I want you to touch me and 
that shows yeah. that we're committed and let's be touchy and feely and that's nice. Yeah, that was nice. And I don't think I've ever heard anybody just be so sort of forward and about it and it didn't make me want to remove my ears, you know, like she it was okay. Were you okay whenever she had her wifey shirt on? No, that's what I was going to say. And also with a Mrs. hat and the, the Mr. hats and the wifey tee, I'd rather wear a bear costume through the airport than fucking prance around <laughs> with a wifey t-shirt and a, a Mrs. hat. Like, hey, guys, again, I'll say it's like the lady who comes home from Jamaica, the white lady who gets gets talked into getting her hair braided at the airport. Like, stop it. It doesn't make sense. Is that Was that, your, was that a shout out to Miguel? The bear costume? <laughs> Maybe it was. Yeah, I couldn't think of anything. But just, I'd rather wear anything. I, 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 I'd, I'd rather wear a snowsuit. I'd rather wear, um, you know, fucking cat ears. I don't know, but but a wifey and a, a Mrs. Hat. And I, I'm not like specifically making fun of Chloe because I know there's a lot of other idiots <laughs> that do this. Okay. <laughs> So it's well, not, they make they give it to all of them, right? Like they give them this basket yeah. and it's got this nonsense. Have you ever in been it. given something that you didn't wear? Because I have. Are you, you suggesting that some somebody could say, I don't know, no thank you? No, thank you. Yeah. No, I'm I'm coming, I'm coming down hard on Chloe. It's not Chloe personally. You know how I it's am. It's the word wifey, it's the Mrs. Hats. It's it's okay. The, it's the it's the needing labels on your clothes to let people know what's going on. I will say that my husband wore a shirt that said, I'm going to, I'm going to marry the shit out of you. The morning that we got married by the, oh, by the pool. That's cute. See, that's why is cute. that cute? Why because is that cute? Why aren't you annoyed by that? Cause there's, there's, there's bad language in it. And I'm a, <laughs> I like to curse. I'm a, I'm a real potty mouth. And so I like that. I'm going to marry the shit out of you. I, I wish Mark had proposed that way. Just came just came out of the bathroom in a shirt that said that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, listen, these two are comfortable together. They go to a mountain resort in Colorado. It did look nice. I would obviously be a little bit pissed off. I didn't get my beach vacation, but that's just me. Whereas they both seemed happy to be yeah. in the mountains and they both like that. And she said she was in her element. So good on them. I'd still be bitter that I wasn't on the beach tasting tequila just because I got fucking second pick because some bitch ran off. I don't get my whole week vacation <laughs> on the beach. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's, I would be salty about that as well. Um, I guess that, listen, this is Denver, right? This is the Denver season. This makes sense. They go, they do some I, I had in my notes mountain climbing. I don't think that's mountain climbing, rock climbing. I don't know what it was, but it's not. It, they I, called it rock climbing. Rock climbing. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, it just again, a me, a personal thing. It's not my jam. I know some people really like it, but I did give her a lot of credit because she picked it and she hated the shit out of it. How he, John wanted to marry the shit out of you. She hated the shit out of that rock climbing. I, and, but she did it. And she got over her fears and her new husband supported her. And I think it was a bonding experience. Yeah, I get, well, she was talking about, she's afraid of heights, right? Is that what yeah. it was? So yeah. She, so she was scared when they got to the place where they looked down, but she didn't seem scared when they were doing the rock climb. I don't know. I don't even want to go to a fucking well, rock climbing gym. I'd rather 
eat glass than oh, do that. So I can't imagine doing it in real life. I I mean, I I would rather serve hard time. If someone was like, okay, you can do every other weekend until you're 60 or you have to go on this like week-long rock climbing excursion, I'd say, you know what? I can plan things around the weekends. I'm not, it just, I have no interest in that. And I I think she was a little scared during the, the rock climbing part too, because she kept, she's so, um, the, the most, uh, the most colorful language she used was Jesus Christ. I think she said that once, but she was like, oh golly whiz. Or she kept saying things like, oh my goodness, great, goodness gracious, gracious, uh, Heavens to Betsy. I mean, it wasn't those, but it was, you know, in the Golly realm. whiz. Yeah. Golly yeah. whiz. It's tough oh, up here. Oh, boy. But kind of like with a, with a shrillness to it, that's like, I'm going to fucking snap a baby's neck if this doesn't work out. Like, it's like she was being really sweet about it, but you could feel it. Do you see when she was kind of um, spiraling at the end? Because she is very poised. She is very, uh, uh, seems like a very confident woman comfortable in her own skin um seems diving right into it all etc cetera, etc cetera. uh and when she kind of started to to be like at the end when she was <laughs> she was saying where she was how she was feeling and then finally she goes i'm saying i don't know if i can do this i went oh okay like i think she's yeah. one of those people that when she snaps she didn't quite snap yet but i'm just saying when and if she does it might be um scary yeah, yeah. I liked the I liked the glimmers of realness. And I I guess that's what's hard with for me about her. I don't think she's fake. I think she's anxious or nervous. See, I don't get her as I don't, she doesn't come off as super duper confident to me. I think she is in her life and, you know, her career and that sort of thing, but in this in this experiment, I think she comes off as very, you know, she Yes, and my husband, and hey, it's just like she's pulling the lines that have been fed to her. But when she, you start to see a glimmer of the real her, that's what I like, and I want to see more of. And again, I don't think she's being fake and phony or doing it for the wrong reasons or anything. I think she just doesn't know how to act. Well, see, I feel like this comes up a lot from you, and that's and that's and I want to talk about it because I find I just think, look, first of all, I just think it's people are on camera and they all, everyone is going to act a little different when they've not been on camera before, whatever. Um, do you think it's just because she's like enthusiastic and, and she's in the beginning and we're in the middle of this season and we've seen shit hit the fan that we haven't really seen someone be sort of, Hey, I'm here. This is fun and husband and let's do this and that. Or do you like, genuinely feel that there's something not authentic about her because I think you've said that word every week. So I, now I just want to ask. Well, I feel like you're, you're really, uh, I feel like you have a bee in your bonnet about my bee in my bonnet about her. No, no, no. It's a real question. Well, I really, so I'm curious. What's the because word that I use? Fake, the fake? Yes. Or no. So I, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I don't think that she's inauthentic. I actually think she's probably one of the most authentic I just think she's, I think she struggles with, with being on camera and like she's putting on a thing sort yeah, of for and the she's cameras. Putting, like, yeah. She's, I gotcha. she's probably like, I don't fucking know how to, like who would know how to do that? You know, I think she's right. just very, and it's not like a Brennan thing where she's 
hyper aware of how she's coming across. I think she's just like no. trying to put her best foot forward. And this is what it looks like because she's never done it before. But I think the reality is there's more to her than like, Oh, and my husband. And we just, cause like, even when they're like joking around and she's sort of like, yeah, you know, like when he talked about his luggage, he's got six bags and, or no, what do you say? Or something about his sneakers or something. She's like, well, if they didn't match your, you know, headband thing i'd i'd say something but they, like she's got some sass and and some yeah. grit to her and i think in the like one-off confessionals that's not she you know that's not going to come across i guess but that's what i mean if that makes sense i got it no i was curious because i yeah. i've seen you know i've seen there's been because i want i want to love her like i want to love her because i i think I think they could be a perfect match. I really do. And I don't get pause from her even. I don't know what I, I just get pause from being a human being that's watched the show for 76 years. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's not even, but it's, it's, you know, it's also like, we know, you know how it is. Try not to get hurt, Sarah. Oh no, I know. And I, and no, I've seen some, some, some people commenting that kind of stuff. So I was in our podcasters group, by the way, join, are you my podcasters on Facebook? And that's just kind of like a thread thing. And where people say like, okay, is she, um, is she too good to be true? Is she going to snap? Is she in too good a mood? Like those kinds of things come up. And, uh, and, and again, I just think we're just seeing someone on camera for the first time, and again, I personally just feel like I'm tainted from the rest of the season right now. And yeah. so I am so like excited to see her so happy and glowy. So I'm having mm -hmm. like the opposite reaction to it, which is well, just how, I like but that's why there's two of us. Well, I like that. And I'm, I'm going to try to keep that in mind because I would like to be hopeful. Don't change you your, know? don't change for me. Hey. Maybe I just want to be. Better. I would like to be hopeful. You said. Yeah, I'd like to be hopeful. I'd like to be hopeful about something. Hon like honestly, I, I really, you know, I want, I want love. I want love for Michael, and honest, and gosh darn it, I want love for Chloe too. I just don't know what that looks like right now. I know. Well, look, I think they have good open communication. That whole the conversation they had about. Um, uh, uh, what kind of support you look for. I don't always ask for help. And so, and I think that might be a little bit of what you're seeing too. She's that kind of person who's like, I don't ask for help. I just act like everything's fucking fine and I just keep it yeah. together. And then I scream inside and I can relate to that a little bit. So admitting that to him basically, and him saying, what kind of support do you look for? And she's like, I don't always ask for it. Maybe I need a reminder that I can lean on you. And he basically said, there's times I'm probably going to be the exact same way and I'm struggling and I might not realize it and blah, blah, blah. I thought that was a really good conversation to have with someone that you just met and that you're embarking on this fucking journey with because that's, I wish, well, I think John already knew that about me, but I, I mean, I wish I could have told that to a few people more clearly in my like life. Sooner, friends. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I just think, hey, by yeah. the way, don't know how to ask for help. Sometimes we'll have a meltdown later that all you guys seem to know how to ask for help and I don't blah, blah, blah. Right. Kind of right. I agree. I think that their conversations are honestly some of the best I've heard, some of the best in the biz, some of the best I've heard on this franchise, on this show, because they really, they do, um, 
and that's the thing where it's funny. I don't think of her as fake because the the questions that they ask each other are very directed and very organic. You know what I mean? Like they're just they're not like so do you, do you want to have kids someday? You know, it's like <laughs> they're really trying to understand each other and how to like develop a relationship that will work, you know, for them. And so, yeah, I mean. How did I, you feel about the the thing that his mom doesn't know yet? You know, I feel like I got, I I understood that. I think, you know, is it his, his mom's Filipino? And mm-hmm. again, maybe maybe it's a bit of a cultural thing too. She wasn't thrilled about the first time, first go around, and then that didn't work out, you know. So then to do it again so quickly, I I could see wanting to protect my mom or somebody who loved me from this, if it if it was a risk. Yeah, I could. Well, I could just see not wanting to after getting left at the altar, and if and and your mom already wasn't thrilled about it, yeah. and then you got like the worst case scenario happened, not wanting to be like, by the way, gonna do it again. Maybe I'm gonna wait to see how that one goes, and yeah. then tell you. Right. Um, it was funny on after party how Emily was like, that shows fear of commitment. Like she kind of jumped in with her opinion on that. I didn't agree with that one. Um, on her, yeah. I agreed with a lot of the things she said on after party tonight, but that one I didn't agree with. I, I agreed with Chloe where it's like, you know, it is what it is. He told me right away. And also he had just been through basically this great in his mind, this great failure and, and probably in a lot of people's mind, but I don't think so. Cause I don't, I think the girl failed him, not the other way around, but, um, you know, I think it was a big to do though. Yeah. Yeah. And you lead up to it and your whole family knows and you tell them and your mom's like, I think this is a bad idea. What if the worst thing ever happens? And he goes, what? It's going to be fine. And then the worst thing ever happens. So I could see maybe wanting to pump the brakes on telling her you got a wedding number two coming up a couple weeks later (laughs) to another stranger, you know? I mean, and I, I don't know how Chloe's feeling about that or whatever, but I don't know. I don't think I would take it personally in any way either, because how could you? He didn't know who I was before he decided not to tell his mom. (laughs) It's not like he's hiding me. He's hiding just this whole process. So I don't think it's that big of a deal personally. No. And listen, those, they had a nice conversation at dinner about all that. He talked about that. They go to get a couple's massage. Their conversations, yes. Well, they were having this like all this conversation about what they like about each other while these two poor masseuses are just sitting in there, like, should we leave? And then finally they did. They were like, okay, we're gonna go. You can just, yeah, you come over and mount her, and then we'll, uh, (laughs) we're gonna go, we're gonna go take a smoke break. We'll be back. Yeah. (laughs) It was making me kind of uncomfortable for them because they're just Mm -hmm. like, she's like, yeah, I've never really dated a guy with tattoos. You got your, whole life basically documented on your body. And he's like, I like your eyes and your smile. And, yeah. and these I, masseuses are like, um, mm-hmm. hey guys, like anyway, maybe we should get out of here and um, check please. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's just a really good song. And it really is. I big fan of the fact that he asked her, he said to tell her if the pressure is too hard. Let me tell you something. 
a guy that starts off with too much pressure on a massage rather than little, little, little oh, fucking yeah. bullshit like a, massage. Yeah. Like yeah. a dead fish handshake. Yeah. Oh, exactly, Mary. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's my second worst nightmare next to a dead fish handshake is going to a massage and someone just being like, basically just grazing your shoulders. I'm like, get in there, bitch. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like take your skirt off, bitch. I don't know what's <laughs> going on, but I, I, I like, I do like them. I like that. I, I, do you think, I mean, I feel like they are going to bone soon if they haven't. I, I mean, I mean, they might have boned. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to bone to see Kelly tonight. <laughs> I can tell you that much. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know when they're going to do it, but hopefully they'll follow the lead. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I couldn't, I, w- listen, I understand it's not our business, but also it is. So it's fine. But it, because they were having that conversation, she set up that nice dinner after he had yeah. like a nice long bath. He was, maybe he was having some me time in there too. He really and- likes to, he <laughs> likes pamp being pampered. I, I mean, know. she picked the... The rock climbing, he picked the massages. I think part of it was part of it was for Chloe, you know? but he likes yeah. a little pampering. Yes, and good, good on him. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, what was I? Don't even know what my point was. Doesn't matter. But they they definitely they had that conversation where she started talking about she's overwhelmed. And listen, I get it. Am I sick of hearing these conversations every season? Of course I am. Mm-hmm. Am I sick of seeing someone go, I don't know if I can do this every fucking season? Of course I am. (laughs) Because I know that you're going to, other than the one lady that actually ran from the altar for the first time ever in 17 seasons, the rest of you say that and then you stick around and even stick around after you shouldn't. And you even come back after you already, like Orion, he's just, I wish he wouldn't stick around. I I wish he'd leave. Yeah. So I'd like to see him walking down the, the road, see the back of him with like a stick and a little thing hanging off it. I'm done with him. Done. Same. Uh, so I, I I understand the, you know, oh, reality hits and we're going to go back and I don't know if I can do this. And, and she, look, the things that she was saying about like I internalize, I try not to burden people and then I shut down. Um I am, uh, you know, basically was just like raising my hand, like same, same, same kind of behavior that I have. And so she was trying to get in front of it and say, I need to talk about this. I'm starting to panic. And, um, and he's, he, he said, I don't know if I can always prescribe what's best for you, but I can offer suggestions. I mean, he really has all the right shit to say back to her. And I think she sees that. That's why she, at the end, she, she said, no, who says this? Nobody's ever said this to me. And yeah. I think she felt overwhelmed by, did I actually get what I asked for? Yeah. I really, when she, I felt, I felt for her when she got emotional and was like, you know, can we stop for a second? You know, the camera. And, but yeah, I think the realization that he's, he says, I just, you know, I don't want to overstep, but I want you to get to a place or a space where you, I am a shoulder for you to come cry on. And, you know, but with, and he meant it, but it, he, how he can say deep shit without it feeling suffocating. I don't know how else to say that, but he's just like, yeah, you know, it's life. And I just, you're a person and I'm a person and I want, and it's just so smooth, but, but sincere. I just, yeah, it, 
It is. He got, he's very supportive in those moments. And listen, and you have to remember, this is a guy who's already been left with his crown on at an altar. And the stick in his hands, I think. With the stick in his point. hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Standing yeah. there with your stick in your hands and a crown mm-hmm. on when you're <laughs> in front of all your friends and family. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, so to me, I feel I would have to to probably steal a phrase from you, Mary. I probably would have fucking flipped the table when she started panicking. <laughs> I'd have been like, "Bitch, I already told you someone left me once at the altar in this process. So if you're gonna have a meltdown, can you have it on the balcony? Because I had yeah. a nice day. I got a massage. I played T. Kelly. I fucking, <laughs> you know, like I came Took out of the. Bath. I, you, you had wine. I came out of here relaxed, and now you're gonna throw this at me. Um, no, he handled it very well. They both handled it very well. I think if that's what's coming out, if it's coming up for you, isn't it best probably, to be honest, in that particular moment? Probably. I mean, sometimes I think people are too honest on this show, but in this case, I definitely think it was good for her to try to get in front of it and find out at the end that he could comfort her because then we saw him physically comforting her at the end too. And that's why I was like, maybe they're going to go in and like, I know. Yeah. At least like a, just a really like supportive soak, you know, (laughs) it's like a, it doesn't have to be aggressive, but just like a, Hey, Hey, I'm just going to put it in here. We don't have to stick it in. I'm not going to, I'm not asking anything of you. We'll just lay here. Um, just lay here. Uh, how about an after party? When Emily said, what was it that was making you feel so emotional? And she went, uh, you married a stranger too, sister. So, yes. Yes. That was, yeah. uh, that was, Emily, Emily was out for blood a little bit tonight. <laughs> I really, it just, the after party is unhinged. <laughs> like, I don't know if, the, <laughs> I don't know if the network should keep doing it. Cause I feel like they're just, they're really like lifting up their skirt. <laughs> they're showing us. <laughs> everything i mean yeah it it, you know look and i uh again a lot of what emily was saying tonight and upset about and the last couple times she's been on i've agreed with i i disagreed with her on the michael and chloe stuff just because i feel that this was their beginning sort of and and then and even emily said at the end you guys had a mature conversation but you know she but i think I don't know if she was actually trying to stir shit up or just ask an actual question. Like, what was it that was coming up for you? And then I did, I enjoyed Chloe kind of, you know, I think that was Chloe's sort of snap back, which was, well, you married a stranger too, sister. So yeah, I think you yeah. know what was coming up for me. Um, but I think, and and that's the weird, that's the weird thing. Cause we've never seen this before. We've never seen someone come into it all in the middle of a season with everyone else is basically done. Right, right. And checked out and you're just starting. <laughs> well, it's like their their wounds are starting to scab up and Chloe's it's you know, everything's brash brash brash. I don't I don't know what I'm fresh. saying. Fresh and bright, bright. Anyway, the point is I think Emily's <laughs> Emily's like a weathered, you know, like she's been married for 50 years to the wrong guy and Chloe rolls up like she's like Cinderella and she just rolls out all sparkly and I'm going to use brush again just for fun. 
and Emily's just like, what, bitch? Like, this was our sad party, and you're going to come in here all glowy and happy? What do you? Who do you think this is? A show about love? Come on. <laughs> I mean, as we, again, uh, I don't blame her attitude. And not at all. After, I love it. Especially after tonight. But it is uh, very entertaining to see the two um, the differences, I guess, in those. And then you had Austin just in the middle, sort of like a deer in headlights for the whole thing. With his dick in his hand and wearing (laughs) a crown. No, when you also back to you saying you don't know if Emily was trying to stir shit up. I think we I think you know the way the way Chloe answered or even Chloe knew, you know. She's like, Well, (laughs) you did it too. Oh, I really, I really enjoy Emily. Um Oh, I know. Um but we, since the word fresh came up for you, let's quickly oh, it's a valid tell everyone segue. about our wonderful, wonderful sponsor, HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. You know them. You love them. We've talked about them before. You don't have to stare blankly into the refrigerator like I do every time I'm trying to figure <laughs> out what to make for dinner. And I scream to my husband, why do I always have to figure it out? Well, HelloFresh, if you give them a try, they'll give you Their biggest menu yet, over 45 recipes to choose from each week. Each box is packed with farm fresh ingredients. Everything arrives pre-proportioned to your doorstep, less hassle, less wasted food. They have a little menu that shows you how to make it. Big fan of that. And it's delicious food, correct? Correct. It is the best. It's delicious. I totally love the step-by-step instructions because you know I need them. Uh, my favorite thing is their 15-minute recipes. When your schedule's packed, it is the best. It's even quicker than delivery, which blows my mind. It That's true. And our minds are easily blown, but don't worry about that. Go to HelloFresh.com <laughs> slash free, all one word, and use mo- code MYPODCASTFREE for free breakfast for life. So one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. Free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash MYPODCASTFREE with code MYPODCASTFREE. And they're also, uh, Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh. And we've had Green Chef before. So you have a wide array of meal plans to choose from. Something for everyone. Switch between the brands. Enjoy your life. HelloFresh.com slash my podcast free for free breakfast for life um i have to tell you i had to read the fine print because i thought wow they're really generous like what if somebody lives forever <laughs> but it's while you're subscribed to the yes uh, you're during your hello fresh life um mm-hmm. oh. now we could talk a little bit about becca and austin um yeah just because i want to save my rage at brennan yeah uh huh. Once again, I'm sure he's real used to that by now. Um, listen, they visited his family. They got home. Pia comes over. Well, first they had that talk before Pia came over. Um, he's frustrating. I'm just going to say that. He is frustrating. Yeah. And I think he's a super nice guy. And I do mm-hmm. want to, there, there's something that I, I've, I've seen brought up, uh, again, probably in our podcasters group or in my podcasters on Facebook. It's a good point. And, and even when on After Party it came up tonight, I thought, okay, would you ask a woman that, right? Like there are, there's people have said, nobody would be pressuring a woman saying, why don't you just bang them? Well, kind of, sometimes we say that, to be honest. Right. But, um, 
Yeah. But we're being sort of facetious, not necessarily telling someone to do something that they're uncomfortable with. That's not, we're just saying sometimes maybe you just need to reach around each other's privates and find out if you like each other to see what's going on. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) there's no quicker way to find out if, if you want, if, if you're going to play T Kelly, you know, with, with the person that you're courting, then just a quick reach around, little tickle under the tape. Listen, we're not perfect humans, but he's also made it. He's verbalized that he's very attracted to her and he's verbalized that he wants to be intimate with her uh, at his own pace. So, I mean, I don't think we're pushing something that he's not verbally said he is interested in, you know? So, yeah. And I also just think like, I think there's this whole conversation around the actual of intimacy and sex and affection and foreplay and flirting and all these things. And so I think at times Becca's not necessarily saying I'm pissed that we haven't, or, you know, he should have sex with me right now. Like if he's not ready, he should actually bone me. I think it's more about the advancement of, um, how long am I going to just have little tiny makeouts and how come he can't flirt with me? How come he doesn't, I mean, he basically said he didn't have time to flirt, which that's, come on. This is where I was, it it became a little bit more clear to me tonight, exactly what you're saying, that Beck is not like, oh, I just want him to stick it in. What the hell? I think it's that when I think he, this is again, I don't know shit from shit. I'm just, this is my theory that I'm coming up with literally right this second. I think that his experience sexually is limited. That's what I think. I don't know for sure. And I think that for him, sex and intimacy, and he's even said this, is completely just the act of having sex or intercourse or making out, maybe grabbing a tip, whatever, and not the, you know, I mean, you can seduce someone with your eyes. You can seduce someone with words or conversation. And I don't think he even knows that. I think that, you know, that whole thing when he heard that foreplay could be a text message or or just a conversation. He was it's like his 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 backwards hat blew off, you know? He'd <laughs> never heard that before. And I think that was really telling. And I think what Becca was I really got loud and clear tonight when she was in Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, it was boring as fuck because he was probably playing N64, blowing his nose because of the cat allergy and, you know, wasn't even looking in her direction, let alone acting like a partner let alone a romantic partner, you know, it's just, I think. And brushing his teeth with the music cranked up, we learned on After Party. That's sort of weird, isn't it? Yeah, I wasn't sure I understood that. Emily definitely jumped in on that conversation too. And again, if you didn't see After Party, he was talking about how they got in an actual, like their first argument argument during that break. He said, other times we've had disagreements, but this felt like an argument. And he said he was brushing his teeth with his music up and it wasn't that loud. And then Emily was like, uh, it was blaring. So obviously that's a conversation. Listen, for anyone that wants to say they don't think, oh, Emily, Emily jumps in. Her and Becca have clearly had several conversations. Yeah. It's clear they're friends. And look, Becca might would have you FaceTimed rather- her from Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather just watch everyone talk in circles or come on, let's have someone, let's have Cass calling it out. I kind of yes, like it. I mean, I'm not so saying I. I like making Austin uncomfortable because he does, he did see, like, I don't think he's malicious. I just think he's immature. 
and yeah, and I, yeah, I think he's, that's just the vibe I get. And but no, I definitely don't say. I'm not saying like, oh, he has to boner or this and that. I think she's more like, I don't. I just feel like we are friends. I need something to indicate that we are more than friends. Now he said on after party that he doesn't feel that way at all. So that's good. But that right. means there's some a big disconnect between the way the two of them are feeling, you know, in the relationship at least. Like she's making him feel wanted, I guess, and she's not feeling that way. And again, it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be penetration station, but it could mean that you've got to step up some somehow making her feel like she's not your N64 buddy or yeah, that you yeah. you know, and listen. Can I just say this and then I'll I'll retract it immediately? <laughs> What's why are these guys such pussies this episode? I mean this season. We got yeah, we got allergies and I don't know the allergies and the cats. We got fucking Cameron with his ears at the with oh, swimmer's ear when he yeah. was on the honeymoon and then now his heart failed. And yeah. then we got Brennan can't stand the heat in a hot tub. We almost oh. made him pass out. Fun I mean, almost made him pass out. <laughs> Sarah. I understand that Cameron has a real heart issue. So and and I understand allergies can be serious. So I'm retracting, but I just wanted to say that. What's Orion's excuse? Oh, everything. <laughs> I mean he's a hey, he's a varsity pussy. Just I just can't I just need four hours to think about my feelings and what you said and oh boy, how was the yeah. gym? How have you was, been since like everything? <laughs> I really, I I don't want to see him again, but I want you to do that every episode just very quickly because it brings me joy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And it was, I mean, it was sort of, it was sort of, it was hard to watch Austin sort of pleading with Keyshawn after party. Like, well, you know, allergies can really they could really stop you up, you know, or whatever he was saying. Like he was like, well, yeah, I mean, you barely breathe. And I mean, it just was like, you know, you talk about his maturity. That's what it is. And I, it's not like a, he's an immature person that doesn't know how to like lock up the house or make dinner. He's just, I think, emotionally or certainly relationship wise, immature. And Becca just wants to feel a little corded. And I don't think he knows how to do that. I don't think he is the guy that's going to run ahead and open the door or not even I'm not saying she's looking for those oldie timey chivalrous things, but just something that's beyond, like you said, the N64 buddy. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting because he did say right on, on after party, I think it was when he said something about, um, he said something about it, it's there's, you know, there's two sides to every story and there are times that I initiate and, uh, and I, and, and listen, I believe him. I do too. I think yeah. I believe them both. To be honest, I think there's just a huge disconnect in the way they both act. I mean, I, I did appreciate his pushback at Emily when he said, you know, you say you're, you're sex positive. It's not fair to you to, of you to ask why I don't just have sex with someone just because that's not my path or what you or someone else want Becca wants me to do. It doesn't feel to, it's not fair to be judged for that. And I agree with that. I, I completely agree that nobody should be telling someone when they should be boning someone else, you know, let right. them, aside from when we joke about it on the podcast. But, um, but I think 
I don't think he, he, well, I mean, you've already said this basically, but I don't think he understands the disconnect of it's not, it doesn't necessarily have to be that it need, there needs to be, you're saying you're attracted to her. You're saying you want this. He's saying it's driving them apart because they keep having this conversation over and over. And it's not as easy for him to just go, oh, I can shut this up by, by making, you know, by doing it. Cause now it's all built up and this and that. Like, I just don't think he is, I think when they went away and then he's, well, we're in my grandma's house. It's like, okay, but you don't have to just like ignore me and act like I'm your friend hanging out at your right. grandma's. Like treat me right. like your wife. Like your also, partner, you could like soak, you're attracted to me. Soak from behind. You know, your allergies wouldn't, the breathing, like you don't even have to like do anything. You literally, whatever. I just feel like they should be reaching out, trying to, you know, we could help in these situations. I thought it was interesting what Emily said uh, when they were talking about the, the dumb music he was playing on speakerphone or whatever while he was brushing his teeth. And he was like, and then it comes and he's like, yeah, well, my dad can't hear and my grandpa can't hear. And then Keisha's trying to clarify. She's like, so they're legally deaf or she said something <laughs> like that. And it was so uncomfortable. I'm like, what's happening? And then, and then he's like, well, yeah, they have like tubes and shit. Or he said something. And I was just like, I started to brown out. I felt really weird. But then Emily said, Emily said something that was sort of telling to me. She said it was a breaking point for Becca because Becca was clearly saying, turn your music down. And that, and then Emily said that Becca felt like she put in more effort for his family than he did. And so it led me to a place of thinking that I guarantee because Becca's good with family. We've seen her with Austin's parents, people, you know, she's very relatable, engaging and, and engaged. I think that she probably went out of her way to connect with his family and to, and he probably didn't give her anything for that. And she probably wanted some appreciation because I know I've felt that way before. I don't know if you've ever felt that oh, way. Totally. Like, yes. I could a hundred percent. My ex-boyfriend was like that. He was like, I would put in all the effort in the family stuff and then it would yeah. be. Yeah. And then, and yeah. And he'd probably go in the bathroom and brush his teeth to his favorite song when I was like, can you just fucking come in here and play with my tits for 10 seconds? Like that would be great. <laughs> oh, Sarah, I love you so much. Like You just said nobody in this house can hear. Just motorboat me instead of listening to T. Kelly on the phone. Actually, leave T or switch it over to T. Kelly. You know, he probably had like third eye blind or something. I don't know. I, I Although, you know, tonight when, when, we, when, when I go brush my teeth, I'm going to be like... <laughs> yeah, are you, you're going to have to take a shower oh, after you brush your teeth, okay? Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm as bad as Austin listening to my music in the, right in the middle of the podcast. But right I'm sorry, I really enjoyed we like that it song. though. We like we like we like a T. Kelly interlude. No, wrong word. Anyway, um, I I guarantee that he was like, oh, I'm sick and my allergies, and like was like napping all the time. Was like pissed off, and she was probably at the kitchen table with the family, just entertaining them, and she was pissed off, and I. I guarantee you the music was just the straw that broke the camel's back. Mary, you just solved the mystery. Yeah. It's exactly what was happening when he's complaining about the sniffles. I'm sorry. I understand. No, people have bad allergies. I get it. But when he's, she's like, all right, already like take some Benadryl. Yeah. 
and come down here because I've been sitting with your deaf grandpa and uncle (laughs) for the past 15 minutes. I actually, I've been yelling so so loudly I could taste blood. Okay, if you could take the baton for a few minutes, Austin, I'll hold the cats, okay? Yeah, if you could stop brushing your teeth so I could go upstairs and rub one out, nobody can hear it. Oh, gosh. That's just a what, couple that's of ladies. Yeah, we are just a yeah. couple of ladies. Just, just always. Can yeah. you imagine them sitting there talking to us instead of Pia when Pia's just like, well, I just think you guys, you know, you did you play with your intimacy? Oh, well, we played with the handcuffs, kind of cheeky. Oh, you didn't fucking motorboater, huh? Is that what happened? I mean, yeah, when she go out, go have a, a sugar free Red Bull and, and, you know, grow a pair, pal. Oh, I, I think know. I was really sensitive to the cat's conversation because he brought it up like 15 times and I was just sitting there looking at my two cats. And listen, my husband thought he was allergic to cats. He was. He genuinely was. And everyone can have different levels. Like my stepmom, I used to think she was allergic to cats. I mean, I used to think she just hated cats. And then I found one day she came to my house and then the next morning her face looked insane. And I was like, <laughs> oh no, you're actually, I get it. You're really allergic. Um, yeah. So it is a thing. I get it. But like you said, the breaking point of I'm, I, you know, it's like when a guy's sick or something and you just, you've been doing everything and then you're just like, listen, motherfucker, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just suck it up because yeah. yeah. this is your family, your weekend. And instead of stopping everything and not even giving me one flirt, this entire yeah. thing. Yeah. So you're right. That's exactly what happened. And oh, it, I mean, they- Emily pretty much said as much on after party, but I think you just really described it well for us. I mean, it, it but the Emily saying that one line made me go, oh, what a nightmare of a week I'm back ahead in the middle of fucking Pennsylvania. I, oh. You know, no, I mean, it is outside of Philly. I don't mind Valley Forge, but it didn't sound like a nice time. That's all I got to say. Well, no. I mean, and I, she's looking for flirtation and hot, and instead they saw George Washington's bed and then stayed with the hard-to-hear oh. in-laws. I mean, nobody had a nice – she didn't have a nice time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she – poor honey. I mean, yeah. Well, I'm back that's... to understanding her frustration. I feel frustrated. I want to go out after party and yell at everybody now. Um, I know. It, well, Listen, let's get into Emily and Brennan because we're going to – this is going to – there's right. so much to say. And yeah. don't forget, we, we, you know, we're, I mean, we have plenty to say right now, but don't forget, we will keep going and go to Patreon and you can join us there. You, you can't um, stop us. We don't stop. Um, Sarah. If I ever get to a point in a yeah. relationship that someone in my house has to hold a stick so that they know when it's their turn to talk, please take that stick and beat me with it. <laughs> I will. I will. Yeah, you don't want to have to have like a talking paddle. Why that? That seems healthy. What do you mean? Because they need to. She has. They have to learn to uh, to build trust back because she broke his trust during Pia's visit by being fucking honest, as her friend said. Was that one of the wig ladies? By the way, I don't think it was. I don't think it was a wig lady. I think this Those was. Those girls are so different without their wigs. I honestly they thought are, it was one of them. But this one, she didn't speak like either of the wig ladies. Not that, but they, right. they had really kind of, you know, specific cadence. Who I don't know. are you? And why yeah. are you here? <laughs> why are you here? <laughs> 
Um, well, she had great advice, and she did. She's, she's wonderful. And she, I mean, she knows Emily. She's she sucks. It sucks seeing her this way. We hate seeing Emily this way. We don't even know her, but we feel like we do, and we feel bad for her because she got stuck with a fucking grade A b hole. Oh. And I just like. I'm going to start saying, kiss my Brennan hole. That's what I'm going to start <laughs> saying to people. And I'm, 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 I just want to say, I know how immature I am. No one needs well, to say that. But are we, are, are we hard on him right now? Yeah. And I mean, everyone is by the way, and should be because he showed it tonight. First of all, this whole fucking trust thing. She said it best. She goes, you broke his trust by speaking to a therapist about your problems. I mean, that's what you and I were saying when that visit happened. Like, and when she, when she, and he got on blindsided, it's like, well, she, the, Pia didn't come over so you guys could talk about how much fun you had at soccer practice. This like, is that's, it, it, the whole, first of all, I didn't know what, how she, the whole, I mean, this just came out tonight, right? That that's what the, you lost my trust meant because we didn't know this. Cause remember, uh, yeah, I think or like, so. Or Emily mean, was kind of like, well, what did I do? Like what? I, right. So for me, this feels like a couple of sixth graders that, you know, broke a fence or stole something from the neighbors and made a pact not to tell anybody. And then one of them told an adult the truth and the other one's mad at him. Like it feels so shady that he would be not only like betrayed by her just being open and honest with a therapist during, you know, that this is the whole point of the show, but then also that he's going to refer to it as breaking his trust. Like who the fuck are you, pal? No, because even during that, that scene, I love it when you get like a pal, that means you're so mad. I love it. So mad. Pal someone. Um, (laughs) But he, <laughs> but he, because he said it during that visit, right? He, it basically, she said, "I don't know what I did to break it," and he basically he has like a point system for you to earn it. And and oh. I I say, why can't you just start with it earned? And why do you have yes. to mistrust people right away? I don't. I mean, so, who hurt you, Brennan? Is what I would say. Yeah. Um. And sounds like it was I, probably his mom or dad, from what he said. But anyway. Yeah. True. But it, I mean. It, the way, you know, he said losing her would suck and whether or not he's telling the truth when he says that is even getting hard to believe. Cause like she said, he says one thing, does another. Um, and he doesn't treat it. I do too, because he doesn't like, she said, he doesn't, she, she's like, basically it keeps talking. If I hear reset one more time, by the oh, way, control, all I'm not going to burn my house. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to burn my house down and then find all the producers. If I know it's going to sound like a threat, so I can't say it, but, um, <laughs> Because I'm just joking. <laughs> but I'm going to find them and make them watch my house burn down. That's what I'll do. That's the reverse of a threat. There um, it is. Yeah. So I, I just, it's like, it's, 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 the, she, she couldn't have said it more clear. It, he keeps this bullshit about how we're friends. He doesn't treat me like a friend. He doesn't treat me like anyone he cares about. He treats me like garbage. I'm losing myself. She said she's starting to lose herself. We do not want that because Emily, I think we can pretty much agree seems the most most authentically herself mm-hmm. on this show and and has been no apologies from day one. And so to feel like she's losing any bit of herself because this guy is such a has such a stick up his ass for whatever reason. Ugh. It's like if you you're not she's like I don't I'm not treating I'm not being treated how I deserve. 
you know, I don't think this is healthy for me. And, and, but if he starts in with that, well, you know, we just have to not blur the lines between Do you friendship laugh when you and hear relationship. <laughs> yes. The only Sorry. thing we should be blurring on this show is assholes, not lines. Okay. Exactly. Um, Sorry. Start over. No, but just for him to say that, like, oh, he's like, even then he was controlling her. He's trying to control her emotions. Well, we shouldn't blur the lines between friendship and relationship. And we don't, we don't want to overstep. And she's like, what? I mean, what am I blurring here? I except my asshole. I, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's, Oh, and then when she said, you know, I just have different expectations. What? And he says, what is it? And she's like, you don't treat me as a friend. And he did that. All right, let's stop. You sure you want to do this? Oh, I, I mean, that's I mean, production like, would have had to step in. Someone would, would have, have to, yeah, I would probably, yeah. I'd have to have that guy, like they'd have to cut parts of my hair out of my head like they did with Emily in Mexico when I was done with him because that's like that's like fight like that's creepy to me that's like some very very controlling behavior and we're just seeing a little baby bit of it and I cannot imagine what this guy is like when no one's around and I'm not talking I don't you know I'm just I don't like it listen to me if somebody said to me, you sure you want to do this? When I was basically just saying, I just want you to be nicer to me, the way I would rip my shirt off like the Incredible Hulk and start beating my chest and I'd be like, let's go, motherfucker. Yes. Yes. It would. Yes. I mean, he better. No. Mm -hmm. Just no. That is not acceptable to say to someone. I can't. That made me. I don't know what triggered me about that, but I was like, oh, 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 oh. It, yeah. I felt like like a bull they, when they start like they the one hoof or whatever. <laughs> like, are you fucking you sure? I mean, no joke. I he he has said, and I'm just gonna generalize, but he has said so many times about not blurring the lines of the friendship, about respecting the other person. And keeping it a friendship and not going past the friendship and respecting me having my time. He's, he is, this whole reset is just him trying to walk a very even keeled line through the eight weeks and out the door. He doesn't want her to touch him. He doesn't want her to, he doesn't want to have any pressures of having to make her happy in anything beyond a air quotes platonic relationship. And he keeps, that's what he's like using as goals with the experts. And I don't know why they're, I mean, Kale did start to call it out a little bit tonight by yes. saying, which thank God, because, but even then it ended like, they're not going hard enough in on him with this at all. No, because I, I mean, it's like, she's made it very clear you know, what he's doing. She's told Pia, she's told Cal, she, they showed that video tonight. I mean, oh, it just, it all like, it's very clear. He even, when he, when she was talking about the wedding and how she just wanted to have fun and he, he, she's like, you're not even have fun with me as a friend. People were literally saying to me, you guys 
don't even seem like friends. It's like, well, I mean, it's unfortunate if people want to say mean things, but we can choose to ignore it. Agree? It's like, excuse me? Yeah. So like, just because you don't actually come out with like saying mean words doesn't mean the way you treat me isn't completely fucked up and mean. Yeah. So, so sorry if everyone else is just catching on to it and her friends are telling her, you know, run for the hills. What are you getting out of this? Why? It's like, oh, I mean, it's a cow. Okay. So cow visiting. Um, what did I was like the minute he, the minute they said he was coming over, I thought, well, this should be fun. These always go well, the visits with the experts for them. Um, those aren't traumatic for her, but I'll tell you, he, I mean, first of what? all, she looked gorgeous. Oh, absolutely. Even Kale was like, hey, you know, <laughs> she looked yeah. beautiful. And I, watching those interviews that they did, how telling was that? I mean, li- it literally was exactly who Emily is. And it would literally was who uh, Brennan is trying to portray, but couldn't be yep. further from. It, I mean, it was it was almost like the the reveal at the end of a movie. Like I see dead people. Like it would just showed us everything we need to see. It a hundred percent. I mean, he even. I even think when she when they showed her video and there was nothing he could argue with. He and he just went same girl. Almost like. Yeah. Well, shit. What's mine gonna be? I almost right. think he he was. He, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was I, like, think, oh, I think part of him was like, oh boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was real honest in her video, and she's really saying she's doing all the actions that she said that yeah. she wants, and that marriage is about compromise. And she said, don't give up when things get tough. Like all of those things, and 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 basically, they say she's consistent. And then I think, I mean. I think they brought, I think this was on purpose, right? This wasn't just oh, sort of a, yeah. I mean, this was, yeah, yeah. Cal was like, we, I honestly think Cal was like, we got to show the audience um, evidence yeah. that yeah. this motherfucker said that he wanted to They're do this. They're trying to save and- their jobs, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. He was, <laughs> Cal was like, I'm going to go over there, I'm going to show them a video of his, because uh, everyone seems to be asking, how'd this guy get through? So I just want to show them that right. he said stuff to us and, uh, I mean the life the life partner. Uh, I I plan to trust and follow the process. Oh. I mean, I'm loving. I'm affectionate. I'm communicative, and I'm selfless. I mean, I is, is it must have been opposite day the day he had his interview because that was bizarro world. That was so, and then when he said and then it went opposite. Yeah, it truly was. And then at the end of his video, when he was like, smart guy, like real quick, I was like, oh, that's gross. That doesn't even fix anything. We just saw a nice try, though. It was so, it was so cringy. And, you know, and even through that, I mean, I don't think that he, I think he's so controlling over, over the narrative that he gets on the show and hoping to. And again, just like her friend said, and just like we've said a million times, you're trying to control it so hard that you've completely done the opposite and made yourself look worse. But she even was as kindly as she could with on with Cal saying, well, I just see some phrases and qualities that, you know, that I do some, some dissimilarities that, you know, got cut short. Like, I mean, yes. she was even, I would have been like, 
who I would have I would have said, okay, I guess I forgive you guys because he lied throughout that whole thing. I would have yes. closed Cal's laptop. I would have left, and then I just would have been like, I'm in an Uber. I'm going anywhere. I'm going to meet Lauren in another yep. country, mm-hmm. and you know, text me when if you guys want me for the reunion. Whatever. I don't. I mean, <laughs> that uh, video made me crazy. Yes. It, I can't imagine he felt good watching it, right? Because I will say, I do think he does have a self-awareness, almost to a fault, why he's acting as controlling as he does. But he had to have realized how stupid that makes him look, right? I I would hope so. I hope so. I hope I mean, for his sake, and and I do think that's why he was like, oh, yeah, same girl. <laughs> or you, you don't have to play mine, right? Like we're we're out of time or something. Yeah, yeah. I well, I think, yeah. I mean, honestly, when Cal asked him, like, oh, what does moving forward look like? And he says, you know, just trying to navigate the best we can, and if, you know, if we want to, we will go deeper. But if we don't, we need to expect respect each other's boundaries, which is again, he's saying, so if we want to, which is Emily, go deeper, we will. But if we don't, which is Brennan, we will respect each other's boundaries, which that that trumps wanting to go deeper. So they never will. So he's just putting that in front of Cal so that Cal agrees that, okay, yeah, that makes sense. So that it's like, oh, I'm following the rules. I'm trusting the process. I got the okay from the expert, but I don't have to do anything. I'm he he's telling the experts what he's going to do. And it's it's fucking dumb. Yeah, I mean <laughs> Yeah. You you hit the nail on the head. And I think and even Emily I think said it too. She right? She's like whose boundaries are we respecting here? Just yours. Yeah. There's no Nobody cares about mine or what mine are or what my needs or wants are. It's all on Brennan's terms. And and I don't know that if he just doesn't is, – is, does he not see that or does he not care? Or I don't know. But, I mean, oh, boy. Girl, I mean, we we're, – we're, we're in it. I think we uh, – I think we're going to keep when- doing it. Yeah, I have plenty of more thoughts. Um, so, and there was some other stuff on After Party we haven't gotten to. And then I want to talk a little bit more about her talk with her friend too. Anyway, we got plenty to say. Uh, we've already kept you here for quite a while. Listen, we can take an hour long uh, with 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 commercials, an hour long episode, and turn into a <laughs> fifteen hour podcast <laughs> if we wanted to. Thus, we have to stop at some point, and we go to Patreon. We keep going for bonus content. Please join us there. It's only $7 a month. And you also get really fun episodes on Sundays that are not married at first sight related. They're just some fun. So join us if you can. If you cannot, uh, oh, one way to support us um, for your Thursday pods is to go just subscribe and give us a little quick five-star rating, a little add a girl. And um, we appreciate that. And we will see you either on Patreon or next Thursday. Yes. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Are you my podcast? 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 Are you my podcast?